0: Out of character, we're here. This is going to be one of the final episodes for the season, so we're going to do a year-end retrospective. The people on Patreon that get to listen to the recordings live, they've submitted some questions, and we're kind of also going to talk about some past episodes. Yeah, let's see how this goes. (sighs) Great. Have you you fixed your drink? Because I thought I heard ice.
1: I thought I muted my microphone for that.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Just, that's not what professional podcasters would do. Yeah, we got a little It's little a year in on.
0: retrospective. No, no, no. It's, it's a, a little more casual. This yeah. This is fireside chat time.
1: will <laughs> loosen up. I'll have alcohol while I record this podcast for a change.
0: You always <laughs> have alcohol when you record this podcast. <laughs> <sighs> all right. So you want to get to the questions you said.
1: Yeah. Because uh, the rest requires us to remember all of our previous episodes, which – Questions, everybody, questions. Let's go with these questions.
0: Okay, so this one comes from Zakara. Finding advice on finding and keeping games with people you have never played with, specifically online.
1: <sighs> How to do it? How do we achieve yeah, this? Yeah, like what's yeah. the advice
0: on finding and keeping games with people you have never played with, specifically online? So you got a new group of people, you're at the table, you're online playing. And it peters out. It goes bad. The GM quits. Everybody else quits. Scheduling becomes an issue. Like, why is this?
1: So, there, there's two ways to approach it. One is you're the GM, which it's easier, mm-hmm. and that is keep one more player in the game than you need. So, like, I I think four is a good ideal number. Uh, so therefore I have five or six. Like four and five are the two best numbers for me to run a game. So I like to have five or six people. That way, if you lose one, it's fine. You could mm-hmm. you you have time to scramble and you have a buffer zone there, you don't want to go down to three, you know, and two. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, and people leave sinking ships. So like if you go to three, they start looking. They start worrying. They start getting booked up. Like, oh well I thought it was kinda of petering out, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So if you're the GM, be be you have have those extra numbers. If you are not the GM, you kinda if your GM leaves, you that's not great. <laughs> it's gonna be hard. To, to replace that unless someone steps mm-hmm. up, that's going to blow the – I don't have a great answer for the GM doesn't want to do this anymore, and we don't have someone to step up. The best you can do is fill that person out and be cultivating the next GM. Uh, I've been kind of doing that. I've been mentioning for over a year, mm-hmm. like a desire – you know, like talking to people and trying to build their confidence up and saying, hey, I would help you, by the way, or I'd be there – I don't think they, they they need that much help, but I think what what they need is like the offer, right? That a bit of security, a bit of like, hey, um, you know, I, I've got some experience, I have some, I have some tools, I have resources, I have some stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got people here stepping up, and that's cool to replace me, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as finding those people, uh, I think your best bet is law of averages. So you're gonna go into various online communities, and I've talked with Zara about this a little bit. So I'm kind of specifically answering parts of the question that. I know her there, or I mm-hmm. suspect her there. Yeah, you, I, my, my best thing is, if you don't have your group, is to go into those living communities, cultivate a network, like, make it Rolodex, and then pull those people into a game. Finagle it a little bit. See if you can get them off into your own little corner where that's, it's not so much, you're sharing them all the time. But, like, you seek these people out. Like, you know, I sought out games with uh, Oz. In them. Uh, Stant was a cool character. Oz is a cool guy. I wanted to play with Stamp, so if Stamp applied to a fucking run, I applied to a run. Back on the Runner Hub days, um, same for several other people. So when you when you 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 interact with them several times, you build that contact up, and then if you're the GM, say, "Hey, I'm going to run this game. It's going to be us," or, "Hey, you're a cool GM. What if we just were all together? Like you, like you're the GM. You've been the GM for like me and these three people a whole lot. What if we just had our own game?" Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be cool? Mm-hmm. That's the best I have for that is to cultivate a network of people while under a different network or living community and then kind of like split her off to make your own little deal.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. I think for me, you really have to, like you, like you said, you have to build a rapport with people. You need to make sure you can get along with them out of game and in game. And that they, all, they they have a very close, a very similar approach to the game as you do. So, and you got, you got to cultivate that. Now, the other thing is, I think it's hard, especially in online games, to keep it going for over a year. It's really hard. And you'll have lulls, because uh, I ran a, a game uh, that lasted just over a year. And there were lulls. There were times where it was like we wouldn't go for a month. There were times when the players just would rather talk during our time together instead of play. And you just have to be willing to go with that flow. It is it's it is an ebb and a flow. And I don't think you should look for anything that's going to last more than a year. Unless you get, like, really lucky. But it is cultivating people and trying to choose people that you know you have a rapport with that'll make it better in the long run and you'll better better cohesiveness for the table with a better chance of it you know lasting but again if it lasts more than a year that's amazing i think you're lucky if you can get one to last a year
1: i I would agree i think the word you're using there cultivate is the exact word you you have to build it you're not just going to find it you're not going to like I mean, of- you could win the lottery. It's possible. It happens yeah, every day.
0: And what? <laughs> I, I pay people to play with me?
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. Because <laughs> that's how you do it. One, win the lottery. Two, pay it. Uh, I would actually, <laughs> what, I, what I would suggest not do is look up random LFGs because mm-hmm. you're going to find a group of people who are maybe connected without you. It's it's too scattershot. Like, I, yeah. I like the idea of the living community because you're going to be meeting a ton of different people. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then you can have the ability to cultivate and to connect to say, hey, man, I'm in this game. I like playing with you. Hey, you're GMing this game. This guy's cool. Mm -hmm. You start to build your own network with with who you recommend to GM and who you recommend as a player. Mm -hmm. And you can kind of, you know, you're, you're kind of running your own game a little bit there, you know, before it splinters off. If you do LFGs, it's like, hello, I'm with these five people. And you don't know who knows who and who knows what. You might find one person, and then you have to LFG a different group. That's hard. I feel like that's just going to be really hard to do. The only time I would ever do an LFG is if I was like a GM, and I had a shit ton of free time, and I was throwing out two or three one-shots a week, and then I was finding individually cool players that way. Mm -hmm. But as a player, I would not recommend it unless you were into some real niche shit, (laughs) you know, or real open. I don't know. I just wouldn't recommend it. I think there's better ways to do.
0: You don't know what you're going to end up with, with random looking for game people online. Because I think some people use the game to work out issues. I know I have in the past, but thank God they were just angsty and anger. But other people work out other issues.
1: Yeah, that's the RPG horror story. Like, that's that, that, the RPG say, horror yeah, step, step story. Step one bit. of RPG horror story <laughs> is some people on the LFG. Because in living communities, yeah. you have to be like approved and meet people. Yeah. You're going to be exposed to different people. You're going to have a reputation. You, you can't be a full-on level 5 creep bag in yeah. most living communities and get away with it more than once or twice. Yeah. With some randos on the website, hey, here's a, here's my LFG, you've got no Fucking clue what the yeah. like quality is. <laughs> you don't is know what nothing. you're getting.
0: Next yeah. Thing you know,
1: and why are the they in the, shower yeah. forest? And Near you don't go- know why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I almost want us to just join some LFGs and just make our own right? RPG horror just stories and play our, it straight. Just,
0: just to talk about our experiences, it was like, this is yeah. what my group did. Like, Oz did for us when he was in the unsealing food court. That was great. I love listening to that because it was just like I have no idea what's
1: happening. It was great. It's it like was great. Yeah. You watch these like or uh, European scam channels where like some guys in Eastern Europe, he's like, "Well, I'm just gonna go buy this cell phone from this random vendor who's selling them out of like uh, the shopping cart behind yeah. this grocery <laughs> store." Like that's gonna lead to great content because it's yeah. a scam. It's a shady place. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, there's there's things you could do, but it. I know Zakara has a hard time. Finding uh, a group that'll actually stick together, and i I don't want to say, you know, lower your expectations, <laughs> But I do want to say it will take time to get that group together, and you can't keep that group together forever. you just you just can't. Oh, uh, the well, one the I ran online, happened. I knew the people. We got along great, in game, at a game, all of it, but then, it just kind of we changed gms and the whole feel of the game the changed for me i was no longer gm i was a player and i was excited but it was weird cuz i had only run for this group before and now i was a player in the group and i didn't like how they interacted with my character I see. Okay. And well, so, so we, it was like that's weird. So I was like, um, you know, it was kind of weird to now. It was it just changed the dynamic, and it slowly uh, ended up fizzling out. Yeah. Okay. It it just takes time. The next, next question. question got, yeah. What we got? This is from Oz. Yes, two. First one. What's your dream campaign? The players, system, run or play setting.
1: Oh, Ooh. Do you do you have one? Are you are you cocked and locked?
0: No. <laughs> no. No. Nah.
1: My dream system. <sighs> I I just really want to do some type of shadow running or payday to heist. I've kind of I've kind of given up on making my own RPG. I'm trying t- it turns out I'm not smart or uh, Aww, ambitious.
0: <laughs> you're
1: smart. <laughs> Aw. Um I, I, I want to steal shit. That's my dream. I love casing the joint. I love that about Shadowrun. Mm-hmm. So for me, it would be some type of a Shadowrun like low magic type game where it's all about the heist. That is where I feel like I'm having a ball. I love the storylines. I love the complexity. I love cyberpunk as a genre. Mm-hmm. I That's what I want. I want like cyberpunk heist game without magic. That's, that's it. You can keep the elves. We can keep elves okay. and, and, and trolls.
0: But would the magic part it? is shitty. Would you run it, or would you want to play in it?
1: I would love to play in it. Running it is a little scary. I've I've actually something I've learned. I like running D and D because there's a lot of little crutches for GMs. Mm-hmm. Stuff that's like like the last thing I will ever run is Vampire: The Masquerade. I will fucking yeah. never ever <laughs> run that. I, I it's there's too much. It's too it's too free. There's not enough walls for me to string shit together. You know I need I need I need a, I need a few more. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I need a few more things to run my spider web between. Okay, <laughs> and D and D provides that. So the, the Shadow it would be one would be one I would love to play.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That or the, the Capers game uh, that looked kind of cool, mm-hmm. but that's uh, kind of on the fence as far as what to run. Oh mm-hmm. man, I, I I honestly I just I really love running D and D campaigns mm-hmm. from like level either one to three up to like. 11 12 13 14 15 and i feel like there's enough stuff there for me to keep me happy i love the tactics i love the powers and the classes and the races and the and i feel like mm-hmm. there's enough stuff there for me to write stories and to write starts and plots and npcs to where i can get out that that artistic desire to like make something mm-hmm. but not be so intimidated by the like sheer blank slate that is vampire mm-hmm. that's great so that, that, that's fine
0: yeah uh, but your dream campaign would be a player in Shadowrun, which edition?
1: I only know fifth. I think he- I think fifth, fifth heavily okay. modified is like pretty okay. fucking legit, except okay. for like a few main things, like how stupid magic is. Huh. Uh, and maybe you can fix magic. It's just been bad. But fifth I, fifth has been heavily is modified, modified. Yeah. All is right. is legit. you know.
0: And then who would you, like, who would you, it's your dream campaign, you're a player, this is what it is, who's at the table with you, who's running the game? It's just your dream campaign.
1: Oh, fuck. Well, <laughs> it's, I, I, some people know uh, uh, Tark. She uh, is. A, was a GM on the uh, on the server, and I don't know what it was, and, and Tark's a polarizing figure, fair enough, but like, man, there have never been two people who were so locked in as player GM. I have never had that feeling before. Or mm-hmm. someone like, like, it, it, it was like playing in the band. It was like playing jazz. Huh. You know, I didn't know what they were going to do. They didn't know what I was going to do. But it just always was fucking awesome ass stories and plots. Mm-hmm. It was always unexpected shit. Mm-hmm. Things I thought of that were creative fucking popped. Things they thought of would put me off kilter. Uh, as, as far as who I was playing with, it would be Oz oh, is great to play with. Mm hmm. I didn't. Play, God, I played with Bamps, but I didn't play with him a lot. And he had different characters, so it was hard for me to lock in. But frankly, Bamps, you and I never played on the Runner Hub. But
0: no, I was not on the Runner Hub.
1: But you, but I enjoy playing with you. I mean, I, this is a boring ass fucking answer. All the people I play with now, I'm fucking living the dream.
0: Woo! <laughs> I mean, shit. <laughs> the,
1: the only person that's not like of this. There was a there was a woman named I think she she played a techno master named like ghost or something and she was like the best techno master i have ever encountered like Mm -hmm. this person knew the rules and was like actually had ascended to hackerdom because she knew the rules that well it was Mm -hmm. like watching someone actually hack something like taking all these mundane things like oh i have a dos prompt and now i can launch the missiles it was like that like she had that command of the rules Mm -hmm. she could bend the game to her will and between if i had her and i had oz playing stamp we didn't lose (laughs) (laughs) yeah, <laughs> <laughs> didn't. So those yeah. those would be the the people that I would uh, enjoy playing with. You you're really fun to play with because you play just great great characters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're, they're, just, they're just good.
0: I play idiots because I am one. I don't have the RP so hard then. Wow. <laughs> um, I think for me, I would most likely be running. Um. I would like Shadowrun 5th edition. I like the the cyberpunk future dystopian. I would want true criminals at my table. I don't want, you know, white hats at my table. That would be the dream. I want like want you to be able to roleplay a despicable person. So I I think that who at my table? I think I haven't played well no, I played one time with Leland and Fechna when you were doing the little testing of the Tomb of Annihilation. But I enjoyed playing with them. I would like to play with Cyclotron at some point, Zakara at some point. Oz and Bamps are always welcome at my table. Who else? Uh, I don't know about. I don't know. Maybe Fuzz. He kind of I think approaches the game a little differently from me, so I'm not sure he would be happy with me as a GM. But let's see. But yeah, that's that's what I would like. I would like that kind of a game
1: okay so I'm try- trying i trying to get it no no gray hat in there just all pure Cause i feel like you need a little white a little gray in there to make it not just pure murdery
0: no it doesn't have to be i mean yeah but like you know if, if you don't want to do the heist because you have a moral issue about it that's it's <laughs> different you're not a shadow runner
1: oh no that's, you're an that's that's activist different. Uh, yeah, I... Uh, okay, okay. Let me just go ahead and, and quickly agree. I have zero... Like that's the that's part, that's, that's part of Shadowrun. I did not have... I'm not saying I didn't like you know, like, if somebody else likes something and I don't like it, that's okay. I fucking hate the activism angle from Cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't like it. I don't want to go be the heisty good guy fighting against the capitalism yeah. and the fucking government, man. Mm. Here's my anarchy oh. tag. I fucking... I am so done...
0: Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to see the means of production. If yeah. you want to, like, cool, just not on my table.
1: I don't <laughs> give a shit about that aspect. It's, it's what it's what I think is not great about Cyberpunk Red. It's mm-hmm. what I do not like in the Shadowrun thing when people. I, yeah, that's just me. I'm not dogging it. I, it's a legitimate playstyle No, I
0: know plenty it's of people that love playing to that. Me. It's yeah. It's just to me, it's just like this is in Like this, is, you're a criminal. It says so right here. You're a criminal. I mean, which means you have no morals, but okay. Whatever.
1: Being criminal doesn't mean you have no morals. I mean, morals. I
0: get, I get honor <laughs> among thieves, yes, but I don't get. Well, I don't think that job is right, I think we should go warn them. You
1: know, I, I just fuck don't out like of my the, table. <laughs> I just, I just don't like the the edginess that tends to be there. That's just me. That's mm. just me.
0: You don't like to get cut the, the what? that edge. You don't want to get cut on C-
1: all the No, edges. no. Okay. Actually, it's not stealing because these guys stole the workers' labor <laughs> hours from the... Oh, fuck, oh, I'm just yeah. too... I'm, I'm too yeah, me, y'all. To
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just... No. Uh, next you know question what? from Oz. What would it take to get you to start a podcast game?
1: A podcast... For me to start a podcast game...
0: Like what Bamps did with without a net, what would it take for you to start a podcast game?
1: Less responsibilities. Okay. <laughs> that's that's it. There's no like, like, what like do you I mean, thought like, about like, it. Like, so I would. Okay. Do, do I have players? Yeah, I can get players. Uh-huh. Do I have an idea of what to run? Yeah. Could I have mm-hmm. fun playing an online game? Right. Because it could be pod. I mean, I guess you don't have to have an online game. Critical roles not online. Yeah, they have. Yeah. They're in a real room. Mm-hmm. But mine would not be. No. It's it's a lack of time. I I play with y'all every Wednesday. I have a podcast here every other Sunday, and I have um, a job. So uh, if I if I didn't have some of those things, <laughs> I'd be like fuck yeah, and and I run my own game. So so every so if you if you uh, look at my calendar, every Wednesday is gone, right? Mm-hmm. Every other two out of the four Sundays are gone, and mm-hmm. one out of the four Saturdays are gone from running a game. Mm-hmm. I I don't have the spoons, y'all. Uh, yeah. but if I had less to do, because, because running a game for me is very enjoyable and extremely stressful. And I, I so I, that's why I can't it's, there's nothing else, but just pure time. If I had less shit going on, I probably run, would run a podcast. And the last thing that would keep me from doing it is the obligation to continue because that's even more pressure. Mm-hmm. Like in my current game, there's some pressure. We all know each other in real life. But if I have a podcast. Like I have to do it, right? Like if I told you guys, hey, I want to do a podcast, okay? And I want to do D and D Tomb of Annihilation round mm-hmm. two, uh, Asterac Boogaloo, and I get everybody and stuff together, and I'm stressed, and I'm like, gosh, this isn't for me. Like that's not cool. <laughs> that would be that would piss off people that I know, and that would be even more pressure. So it's mm-hmm. it's that's where it, that, it would take me to have less shit going on. How about you? Um,
0: to get me to run a to start a podcast game, I would. I would go with the same like if I knew I could make money with it like decent money that I didn't have to like work full time then yeah I I would start it up because that's what I would want to do I would want to put my full effort and focus on it which would mean managing social media and interacting and, and doing all that and you know making sure I'm running a good quality game
1: Oh, you mean I meant like on our channel? You mean like to start your own podcast?
0: If you were to start your own pod, that's what it says. Start a podcast game. What would it? Take? Oh,
1: no, I'm not and gonna do so, that.
0: Yeah, it would need. <laughs> I would need. I would need to make like it would have to be guaranteed that I could make a decent amount of money to live on, so I could focus my efforts on it. So basically, money.
1: Yeah, and I I I, I money see or time,
0: whatever you got, right. <laughs>
1: Yeah. I, I see streamers who and I think I've mentioned this before. One of my favorite streamers is a Magic Name CGB and his his rise to fame from like moderate levels when I first saw him to being like like the top streamer of magic. It was a thing he set out to do. He had a plan to do it and he achieved it. So like so why can't anybody do it? Because what he did was insanely difficult. He made a new deck every fucking day for a thousand days and made enough content to be able to make a hour-long video, or 35-40 minute long video, which is more than those number of games, and have it edited and shit. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's, and he's active as shit, so he's making YouTube shorts. He's making, uh, he does tweets. He, and, and then once he got somewhat big and was invited to uh, events, he would, like, fly there. So he just, I'm like, oh. So there's a way to succeed at this. It's not luck. It's not, mm-hmm. um, you know, things you can't control. It's just raw fucking effort. And I, yeah am not that guy y'all you know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well yeah cuz i wouldn't want to do the editing i'd have to pay for somebody to do that so like it would be like Ugh. you know I have to put it, together a good group and i think i if i were to do it i would do it exactly how bamps did it i would bring people in i would play for 6 months just to get the you know group gelled together and then i go Okay, now we're gonna start, and then boom, we lead into it. Start. I would do it that way because I think that was a smart way to go because it kind of got over the weird awkwardness in the beginning with a new group that hasn't really played together. So I think that was the best way to do it. Um, but what it would take to start is is uh, cash, yeah, cold hard money.
1: I'd probably do Lots Shadow Run. I think I think Shadow Run's oh, like yeah? the game that people want to. It is the most popular game. It's not got a lot of podcasts for it. I think there's one, two, and there. Mm-hmm. I mean, like that's it, like D and D is bigger, but it's not five billion times. Like there's mm-hmm. everybody. everybody and their cousin has a D and D podcast. Yeah, yeah, Shadowrun is like the thing that I feel like that. That's where there's mm-hmm. the most uh, live juice at. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Would you still do? Do you remember that podcast? I that game we came up with that idea, where it was a really old elf. Yeah. And he was going, you know, we were going back in time, following him, and each time we went, it was a different group because he was still alive and everybody else was dead.
1: I I think that's a um, a story that say, you know, and we talk about things like like story of being on rails. That's one that's a little on rails. It would be Hello. a little bit, but well, I think it's a fucking awesome story. I don't I think, think it would. You know. I don't
0: think it's too on rails for a podcast. Podcasts sometimes do have to get on the rail. In order to, like, progress.
1: I mean, we did a podcast for a while, and the motherfucker never touched a rail I was aware of, despite Cotton's attempts to possibly do so.
0: <laughs> there are rails. I keep you on the rails on this one.
1: <gasps> oh If man. I
0: didn't, you would just ramble. I guess that's
1: a complaint. <laughs> not, that we would, not, not that we would go off. And okay. do some bullshit. We just we, we just wouldn't.
0: Yeah. I mean, I <laughs> can be. I do. can. We can do a recording where it's just you, and you can have a co-host, whoever you want. And I won't be there to keep you on the rails. You do whatever you want, and you tell me it's not going to be two and a half hours long, with eighteen different topics in it.
1: I I, I like rails. Rails are fine. Yeah. <laughs> so what? Uh, <laughs> do we have any yeah, other questions? More.
0: Yeah, we do. So this is from uh, Fuzz. Which game slash IP do you wish there was still a game for, and why? I don't listen to podcasts. I don't listen to games. I don't listen to actual plays. I don't have an answer for this. I never listen to them. There's nothing. Do I
1: understand yeah. that? So, is this a question about what podcast you still wish was going, or do you like? Do you want, uh, still the teenage, a game
0: for? I don't know.
1: I was like, do you want the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles to be an IP game? Like, is that? I, I don't no, know. No, no, what, no, no, what no. What is.
0: game existed in your past that you wish? Okay. There was still a game for. And <laughs> why?
1: Technically, there was a World of Warcraft or just Warcraft total role playing game. It, it existed uh mm-hmm. blizzard deep six is shit that does not do well
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh I, like there was a playing card game before hearthstone but they fucking like deleted it from the, inter- <laughs> the mm-hmm. internet but there was and i i would so that's that's it feels like a cop-out because it's almost like i'm taking the question making it into what ip do you wish was a game and i like dnd world of warcraft is not insanely different and i love that lore i love that world i love those characters and i'd like to have my own stories in that world. Because I feel like it's... The stories are are bad. But there's a lot of good shit there. <laughs> there's a lot of good lore there. There's a lot of good characters there. But they just have, like... Ultimately, their plots are very shallow. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be cool to take this world and to take these powers and these attributes and these lore and, like, run it into a better plot that I can write, hopefully? Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. That would be mine. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to think, I, I don't even know really what a a real answer to this sounds like because like what's a what's a game that ended uh, you know when, when does a game end um, well i
0: mean there's a lot of games that have that have come out that a lot of people don't play i mean maybe you like it but you can't find anybody else maybe it's a niche game uh, and you just can't you know so that or, or there's no actual play for it there's nothing for it but you like it and there's just no media for it
1: capers if if we're trying to pick out the hidden gems mm-hmm. capers is 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 new-ish and it's not a huge game and they're coming out with a Capers cyberpunk and mm-hmm. so no that's the right we're hitting a lot of the lights and i i have capers the first book for it mm-hmm. and i ran a game for a little bit and that game was okay uh but i really liked the way that game worked in a lot of ways mm-hmm. um I felt like it really needs to be played in real life or something, because the whole like flipping cards thing is super awkward in Roll20.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, And it's a a game where you use cards.
0: All right. So he has the second part. How would you modernize it? So with capers, would you eliminate the use of cards and, and find a different way to handle initiative?
1: Oh man, yeah, I thought like this is a very inside baseball question. I like what game from what, what role playing game from 1988 uh, do you wish was still around? Fuck, I don't, I don't fucking know. Uh, because Buzz know.
0: knows Buzz okay know.
1: knows a lot of shit. Like he he's, his knowledge is is encyclopedic and quick. It's, it's, it's mm-hmm. at the ready. He just like reaches over in his like mind palace. He's like, ah, oh, file. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's it's not a very old game. So you really can't modernize it. As far as uh, the the World of Warcraft one, uh, the rules. I glanced at. I just like the the world and the IP. You want to tell cool stories in that. If if he's saying about like mechanics, uh, honestly, Shadowrun Fifth is not that young, right? That's kind of getting old. Fifth uh, edition mm-hmm. Shadowrun, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I would modernize it by going online to these living communities and taking like the giant page of addendums that they've done to hammer the game into a useful state and then, like, make it make it that. Like, that's what I wish Shadowrun 6 would, would have been, is they just took 5th edition and fixed every fucking thing in the book, fixed all the typos, put things in a decent order, and, like, fixed magic. Maybe mm-hmm. made hacking not so bad. Or, or not! Like, hacking is, is not perfect, but it's not enough to tank the game. So, they like, they literally could just, like, make magic better and then, mm-hmm. like, fix the broken shit and re-edit it and put in the fucking table of contents and an index and be like, boom, that's, that's what I want. I want, that's what I want from Shadowrun Run 5th.
0: There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Fixed. We have one more question from Psychotron and then Bamps wants us to do a top five list, but two of them. So let's just do the last question before Mm -hmm. we move on. What do you, this is from Psychotron. What do you hate about your favorite game system? And what's something you like in a game system you don't?
1: Ooh, I hate Magic and Shadowrun, and I, <laughs> in in, uh, but I've talked about that. For me, it is D and D. I, we had the episode where I bitched about D and I, I really hate mm-hmm. the. I I, th- I think the game is not good past around twelfth or thirteenth level because it gets too goofy, and they can't change that. I also hate the. Spell save system. I I really hate it. I really, really think that there's got to be a more elegant way for spells to work other than these spells are range touch attacks. And so I roll to hit you, and you have a static defense number. But this spell, uh, I have a static attack number, and you have a rolled defense. That's so fucking weird. Like, like surely. <laughs> surely there's a way to make it to where if I'm rolling a spell... And I am attacking you with the spell. I'm rolling at you every time. Is is the way I feel it should be? Um, there's arguments against that. There's cool tactical reasons why you would not do that if your numbers are bad. Choose something that makes them roll a saving throw. You know. Mm-hmm. I I it's it, it's something that I saw really confuse my mom when she played, and it was a and it confused our cleric. And it's still kind of—I mean—they're both pretty good now. But yeah, I've seen it confuse. I think I drew it a little bit too, but not as much. Um, but it—it was—it was. No, I'm not sure about that. But in, in any event, it was—it's something I saw really confuse players. Was that goofy-ass system where this spell means I roll at your static against your static number, and this spell means I have a static thing that you roll your defense against? That's fucking yeah. That's bad.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I think. Oh, I think I like. I need to see something I like. Uh, shit.
0: In, in a system you don't like, so something you like in a game system that you don't like the game system as a whole. There's some S- element within it you like.
1: So what do I like about Blade in the Dark? Let's think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, mean, mm-hmm. I actually pulled that book back. Out. I'm going to try to give it. Nature? I love steampunk. That's yeah. not no. The lore is the the lore of the book is great. Yeah. That's why everybody thinks yeah. I will love it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I I love. Love, 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 love. The lore and setting of Blades in the Dark. I love that it's in one town. I mean, there's other towns in theory, but it's, it's, the whole, they they tell you out the gate, this is a pressure, this is a boiling pot. You can't just leave. Because that is kind of a problem in a lot of games, is in theory you could just fucking dodge town. And unless you've got real heavy smoke going, that's probably enough to get by. Maybe you wouldn't want to do that for setting reasons, but here you literally can't. And I think that matters. I think it matters that you are literally in a box. And there's only so much real estate you can get to, you, you know, like if, if the cops want to find you, they can start in sector one and then clear the whole fucking town, mm-hmm.
0: you know? Yeah. So,
1: I, I okay. love that setting. I love how it's about like, like, you know, demon whales and you're sucking their blood to power the electrical stuff. And they've got different like classes and whatnot in terms of the all have like, but it feels like you can hop into it pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um there was just things I I really don't like fail forward mechanics. Um mm-hmm. where it's like they flat out tell you you're not going to every time you roll is almost always going to be success and then like oh no but this and ah oh, you get it oh no but this and that I I don't like that because I feel like it negates it it just feels gimmicky to me.
0: Okay. All right. Uh, I'm going to agree with you on what do I hate about my favorite game system? Uh, I, I would go with Shadowrun there, and I hate magic is way too OP. But that's—I mean, there's plenty more to say what I don't like about Shadowrun. But another favorite <laughs> of mine is Call of Cthulhu, and I hate how other people hate Call of Cthulhu.
1: <laughs> what do you hate about Call of Cthulhu? How I other people love don't really Call like of it.
0: Cthulhu. <laughs> People don't like it. It's not crunchy enough. It's automatic lose situation oh shut up. Yep, those You are gonna <laughs> win anyway.
1: That feels
0: And I've had people win and end up alive. They're just, you know, got some scars emotionally. What's something you like in a game system that you don't like?
1: Huh. So what's a system you don't like?
0: So I've I've played Seventh C, which is like this it's supposed to be you're on ships and you're, you, you know, you're like in court, the, you know, and you have to be like diplomatic and you traveled all these countries and they all have their own intrigue. And, but something about just the way the game is played, it's similar to vampire. It's just the dot system. But I, I felt like we couldn't do much with our characters. Now it could have been the GM could have been the GM who was a little competitive and a little adversarial and maybe they you know were playing against us but okay maybe it was that but i just it for such a cool game system idea setting wise it just didn't like live up to it i felt disappointed in it but yeah, uh, something I like and I just, I liked the, the hype of it. I like the idea of it. It just didn't come through for me.
1: Like, the, like the, setting, the setting and the lore were cool?
0: Yeah, the idea of it's great. It's just it didn't play as epically as the lore made the game sound.
1: That's how I feel about Cthulhu. It's like, you know? I have a character and all my abilities are things like accounting and library. That's going <laughs> to help me fight these demons.
0: Yeah! <laughs> Well, I mean, you also have like L5R. I think that's that sounds awesome. I'm never gonna play that game. I'm never gonna play it because you have to really do the honor system, and I'm like, I don't know the honor system in feudal Japan. I don't. I, I I'll never. I will screw up somehow, and like it. It feels like it, it puts too much pressure on you, and I don't want to play something that's gonna put pressure on me. But again. I think the idea of it is great. I just don't want to do it.
1: Yep. Right. I, I think that, that that sounds similar to how I feel about that. It, it felt like the whole honor thing was like not my jam and hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I am lazy.
0: You're lazy. All right. So BAMPS wants us to list top five loved and hated mechanics.
1: Fuck. We've already like, I've already like shot my.
0: Shot your wad. Okay. Yeah. Shit.
1: Okay. So I hate rigorous. yeah. I, I hate the DC <laughs> uh, system. Wait, wait, wait. And... which
0: one are you doing? You're doing the hated mechanics first. Yeah, hate. All hate, right, hate. Oh well, yeah, well, okay. hate.
1: I, I hate that the D, the saving throw mechanics in D and I let's see. I don't like fail forward mechanics. I hate those. Mm-hmm. I think they're just gimmicky, and it's just this just like it. It sounds fun. <laughs> It's like you grab the ledge. Oh, but the cop hears you. Oh, you escaped the cop, but he you left behind the hair. Oh, well, you know, the hair it's just it just keeps rolling, and people think that's fun. And for me, it's exhausting. Shadowrun, I don't like how everyone can buy the same shit. What I kept trying to solve in my own notebook of me trying to make my own highest game was more specialization. I feel like Shadowrun doesn't have it. You can use your points to buy anything, which is cool. But most games use something like classes or talent trees to lock you into and therefore out of certain things. In Shadowrun, if you were smart, you would, of course, get like a micro drone. And somebody who had like one rank in micro drone was enough to get the vast majority of use. You could fly it like you couldn't do cool shit, but you could, you know, fly it up high, spy on a building and then attach it to a car and use it as a tracking device, which was 98 percent of the shit a micro drone ever fucking did. Mm-hmm. And that felt like it sucked up what the rigor should be doing. They should be, there should be someone specialized in this. When it could just be any asshole with like the money and the knowledge to like to to, to, to choose that option. So that there was there's actually a, an odd lack of specialization hmm. in Shadowrun in some things. You had to really pay for, say. um was it synapses, or what gave you the extra turns to be like a really badass combat fighter? You had essence, and that was a pool that you spent. But there was no pool that was spent on equipment, and I think that's why rigors are kind of bad. It's because nothing made them special. You you didn't have to trade essence, not really. You didn't have to like get magic points that sucked up your beginning. You know, your your out the gate character creation, either you're magic or not. You could just buy your way into it, and for most of the shit, it wasn't that hard, and for the stuff that was hard, it wasn't necessary. Like, rigor, like every, I think a lot of people have made a rigor, like RC, uh, which was like, "Hey, I've got 14 drones that can lay down 4,000 rounds of ammunition." Turns out, not actually good in heists. It's just good at being a terrorist, which is not, <laughs> not good, not good. You, know? you actually don't ever get to use all those weapons. So I didn't like a lack of specialization in Shadowrun's Run's equipment. I wish there would have been a been a more equipment jockey role. I'm in yeah. three. Let's see. Um, oh, what's a game? What's a game? Um, I don't like every mechanic in Cthulhu. Uh, there you go. I think Cthulhu is insane. It's a D100 system, which is insane. I, I I am on the fence about the fucking D20. Uh, a D100 system is utter madness. And all your skills are in like random shit that's like not fucking like there's 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 like fifty skills and forty of them are like accounting, library, tile laying, uh, plumbing, <laughs> fucking useless shit.
0: You are so hyperbolic N- that none of that is on there. By the
1: accounting way, accounting is accounting is which accounting is, is insane. Is. That should not be a stat in any game. If your game there's... has accounting, buy a different game. <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's how many spots for you to make your own skill up, too? And so like, I don't know why anybody bitches about the skills that are there. If you want a specific skill, write it down.
1: Sure, but, like, the points to get three or four things to, like, you're decent at them is prohibitive. You'll be like, okay, I've... I put my skills around, and I've got 30 points in shooting. What does that mean? It means you have a 30% chance of getting a good shot. Oh, fuck. I thought, I didn't know how points worked. I thought points were like, usually plus 30 is good. If you're plus 30 at D&D, you're very good at the thing. Yeah, you know? not plus 30. So so, so that, I'm, I'm I'm trying to fill the list out. And for my last one... I would say D&D multiclassing is horrendously stupid and should be deleted, and it's only there as a legacy. There's several things that only there as a legacy, but with the advent of subclasses, it is – it's the reason for multiclassing to exist has been replaced by something better, but they won't get rid of the bad thing. And, it, and and because they replaced it with something better, it made multiclassing even more broken and stupid. Where you have those builds that we talked about, like coffee lock and it. where you take a subgroup of a class and a subgroup of a different class and you mix them together and you get broken horse shit. So multi-classing is should like I, I don't think I'd even allow it in in a D and D game. Like zero percent. If you want to make something, they have a subclass for that. There you go. That's my five right. that I hate.
0: Yeah, uh, Can I list my five hate before you go on?
1: Please do, because I have to think.
0: <laughs> oh, it's easier to name what you hate than what you love. Okay. Fuck yeah, of course. Wow. Uh, hated mechanics. I'm not mechanically inclined as far as game systems. I don't really look at that stuff. But I will say I think all magic in any system is way too powerful. And I don't like it. Blades in the Dark, I don't like the flashback mechanic to where oh something went wrong. Oh no wait flashback.
1: Boy how do I I agree with you.
0: I I don't (laughs) like that. It was like wait a minute. I
1: I agree with you so hard. I hate it so much. (laughs) I don't like it.
0: It feels like all of Blades in the dark feels like a, a game system that has training wheels so you don't get hurt. Yeah you know, you it, you yeah. fail forward. That way, it's okay. You still make progress.
1: It's just you take you, know. you take a wound, and you, and yeah. and then like an extra super wound, and then you get more it, wound, and, and then you feel like, bad, and then you have a feel <laughs> bad. Do I fucking die? Not really. Okay.
0: No, 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 never. So it feels <laughs> like it's it's a game system with training wheels on to protect you from ever feeling bad while playing. Uh, what other mechanics do I hate? I don't, like, hate it, hate it, but it can lead to a big old mess, and that's the stress mechanic in Aliens. Like, you can end up just rolling yourself into a worse, a more worse situation over and over and over again. So, the stress mechanic in Aliens, a little, whew, it can get out of hand. Um i think that's all i have I, I can't get up five i can't do five
1: I can't <laughs> uh do five. i actually okay i'll start off with that one i like the stress mechanic in aliens now i'm not no, a huge I think fan it's cool
0: it's just it can get out of hand
1: i think it's supposed to that's that's literally yeah. it's like mm-hmm. I, i'm not a huge fan of aliens because you tend to just die and i want to win and that's how you not always want to wanna win.
0: win that's why you don't yeah. like hulu
1: also correct uh that yeah that that's not wrong, but I do like that mechanic because it is a really ingenious way to capture a cinematic way of dying, mm-hmm. which is as you if you don't know, if you if, for those who don't know in Alien you have like a dice pool okay great every time you get stressed you get an extra die to roll so you're, the, you it it throws people off they're like well wait stress is bad so I should be worse no no you get better stress is a strict upgrade. You just get you just get more fucking dice, mm-hmm. except those stressed die have an alien logo on them that's not on the other die. And when you start rolling alien logos, they get you murdered. And mm-hmm. so what it does is is as your character is getting stressed, they get better at things and they get better at things, and they get more and more likely to die, which is it gives you those cool cinematic bits. Like in all those alien movies, and all those types of movies, when you're when that character is about to die, they have their cool moment, right? Mm-hmm. They they go ah, they unload their machine gun and they take four or five down with them. And they hit the button, and they go down in a blaze of glory, or they 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 they're hacking the machine and they get the last thing in, you know. And it's sort of like from um, whatever video game it was, fucking uh, where it's like you know it had to be me. I'm the only one smart enough to like do the thing and then they die. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mass Mass Effect. There we go. Took me a second, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, that's that's a cool mechanic to replicate that. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was just a very, very slick way to do a cool mechanic that captures the cinematic feel of a character being more stressed and more effective before they go down. Mm -hmm. So big fan of that mechanic. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's see other mechanics that I like. (sighs) I really liked uh, Rigor 5 in Shadowrun, just the entire thing, because it lets you really... Fuck around and get in the weeds on cars, like you. Like, other run already let you get in the weeds on your character, but this lets you really get into the weeds on equipment, and that was just kind of cool to me. I don't know. I like. I liked it. You could have a some You could have. I don't know. A submersible helicopter, uh, <laughs> which, which I kept. I made a submersible plane. I thought that was cool. Uh, so that was that was just a cool mechanic that lets you do a lot of really cool stuff in the game. And I'm all about that. I like I like the, I, I like the tiki tack of Shutter Run. I like being able to have the nano-weave uh, you know, leather armor with the extra pockets. And then I've got a mini-welder and 14 rounds of ammunition. And, uh, you know, I, I love getting into the weeds on gear. And Shutter Run let me do that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <sighs> that and also casing the joint. I love the case. It's what I love about Shutter Run probably the most. I want to case the place. I get to be the prime mover. Usually the players are reactive in every game. Right? Problem is presented. I must now react. Antagonist presents threat. uh, Protagonist responds to threat. In Shadowrun, it's the opposite. We are the threat presenter. There is a target unmoving. Usually it's a building, right? There's some building and there's stuff and we have to go do stuff to it. And they have a static defense and they don't know we're coming. We get to case the joint and come up with a plan. It lets me dictate a lot of how that run is going to go because I'm finding weaknesses. And it's almost a negotiation between player and GM, uh, the whole the whole thing. We're casing it. We're trying to get you know do some light hacking, nibble at the edges, find those loose thre- uh, threads we can pull and unravel. And then we attack. We present the challenge, and I love that. It's the only game where we are the aggressor, where the players uh-huh. are the ones presenting a threat to something. D and D, I mean, other games could have it where like you you stealth into the dungeon. It's just not the same thing. Like you usually don't have a D and D game with lots of sneaky, uh-huh. like a yeah. lot. It's yeah. it's very combative. Let's see. Any other games I'm trying to think of? A, a, a mechanic that I really like. Hmm. Da, 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 da. As far as anything that stands out, um, I like the one in Capers. This is what attracted me to the game, where you have cards and suits and you flip them over, and that's kind of your dice roll. But also it had these powers that were very X-Man level in 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 Juice you know, like these mid-level powers, and you could, like, soup them up a certain amount. Or not. It was, mm-hmm. so it gave you, it was, it wasn't a complex way to min-max or to, to adjust character, but there was some there. Kind of remind me of Savage Worlds, which also, I, I really like a lot of Savage Worlds, frankly. When I've read the book for our Deadlands game, like how the whole, like, powers mechanics works, mm-hmm. it feels a little crunchy. I like my crunch. So there you go. Yeah, I, like, I like, crunch. I, I want to get in there, and I want to, like, build the thing. Mm-hmm. Hmm. so there th- those are the hit these are some mechanics i love these are the mechanics i love
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh all right so i had a hated for blades in the dark but i do have one i like in blades in the dark hmm. and why does this, why does it escape me now oh no holy shit i was just like oh you oh the clock i like the clock system that you you make a clock you you have little sec- segments on it you color those in right there in front of the players so they know there's a clock running on something i like that i think that's that's neat to kind of create urgency and tension, and i feel like shadow run could do that very well could add that kind of a thing just to create a clock uh mechanism there um what else? I like Cthulhu. I like the crunch list. I like that it's regular people. They aren't heroes. They aren't criminals. They aren't specialists. They're just your average Joes. Put in an extraordinary situation. I like that. I think that's interesting. Because what would I do if all of a sudden, you know, fucking, like, Cloverfield happens? I... I I don't don't know. What skills do I have? Am I going to name all the risks? No, that doesn't matter. I can't shoot a gun. I'd be lucky to get 30% chance on hitting anything. So that's what I like. It delves into the, you're an average person. You have to think more creatively. You cannot rely on your guns, your boomsticks. You have to think what you're going to do. And I, I like that. I enjoy that. Uh, Shadowrun, I do like that you are the aggressor. You are the criminal. You are the one causing the problem. And it is different. And that's, I think, the appeal to it. I I enjoy thinking like a criminal. It's fun. What else? Uh, I don't know if this is a mechanic, but I love uh, playing the synth and aliens because of the advantage of the aliens don't notice you as a synth. Unless you're, like, aggressive towards them. But you can walk right by them I and they don't really give a shit about you.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Remember something new?
0: <laughs> I like that. But, yeah. That's what I got.
1: Cool beans. Any other questions cool we beans. had?
0: We have no more questions.
1: Okay. I wrote down our episodes.
0: Oh, okay. Do you have we a had... favorite episode?
1: Hmm. Hmm. Let's see. Favorite episode? I enjoyed. So, so we had player and character agency. I remember that mm-hmm. one. And we had one that was about AI GMs. And I think in both uh. of those we had slightly different points of view. I think you're a little bit more pessimistic about the AI GMs. I was a little bit more optimistic. hmm uh, th- beyond that, we had we had like movie watch-alongs. We had my updates on Tomb of Annihilation where we've mm-hmm. really delved into our differences of opinion on that particular GM. I mm-hmm. don't uh, well, GM style, but adventure style, right? We had Gen Con episodes. We had stuff about the Pinkertons, which was fucking hilarious and just, just, just fun. Ah, uh, man, what a what a great thing Wizards gave us. We can only hope there'll be a bunch of shit breaks next year. Those, so yeah, I'd probably say AI GMs and Player Character Agency were like two episodes that I thought were, like, really good. Uh, we talked about D&D one That was interesting. I think we're still kind of cooling our jets on that. Uh, we talked about Candela Obscura, which does not seem to be doing well, by the way.
0: Oh.
1: Like, multiple reviewers have said this is basically Blades in the Dark, but, like, not as good.
0: Hmm.
1: <laughs> like, it's hmm. just about... That's been like, that's been, like, two or three different reviewers, and wow. these people are darlings of the scene. I don't think anybody wants to trash him, but it just kind of feels like they may blaze in the dark, but they get down the
0: IP. Hmm. How about you? Uh, I did like the AI. I still think that's kind of neat and useful, and I like it to learn the game by yourself, just kind of get an idea. So when you walk into the game shop, you at least have an idea of what's going to happen but I don't like the idea of losing all social aspect of the game. And I no longer have to find people. I can just have the AI run a game. So that was neat to kind of talk about that. Um, I did enjoy your uh, updates. It's interesting to see a new GM and new players kind of continue on that journey. So those were, those were always interesting to do or to hear about. Um, what else? I have bad memory.
1: We had Gen Con episodes. We had we had it we Con's had the always int-
0: great pre uh, pre and post Gen Con. Those are always fun. Yeah,
1: we then the, we had the episode about the antagonists where we took like different characters. I think one of yours was like the Yellow King. It was mm-hmm. like that's a style of antagonist you really like. And I didn't mm-hmm. I didn't have time to the whole episode. I like those kind of episodes where we make lists. I, I like my listicles. I like it to be you like I did. I like my um, watch mojo. And, mm-hmm. uh, and, you know, like, five movie antennas, which you could, like, port to your game. And I'm, I'm down for that. I've been mm-hmm. thinking about like, ways to get more of those type of episodes. I think they're fun and they provoke discussion. Mm-hmm. And when you have a list, it keeps you on track if you have too many. And if you have too few, it makes you think and work a little harder. Okay. So, kind of, kind of I like those. I think they're they're a good way to have a show. So, mm-hmm. those are some of the ones that we've had. So, let's
0: see. What
1: else? We've had like a lot the, less. I'm oh, sorry. Had,
0: we had a lot what?
1: We had a lot less of like things like that because oh, we yes. had like, yeah, like, like, yeah, because, well, we've done a lot of our, like, early on, we had a lot of stuff about like how to be a better GM. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, we kind of like re- that's run a certain course, you know, and now yeah, it's, it's like a lot like more can't, things like, like us. Revisit. Right, it, yeah. yeah, frankly. I mean, unless we had some big sea change in philosophy or some shit, yeah, but it yeah. was uh, a lot of it was stuff like, hey, we're talking about G- we're talking about Gen con, or let's have this movie watch along or updates mm-hmm. about my game, and then and then the standard stuff, we've done a lot of that. Well, my game's ending, so we we're, we're going to find some new content, so you know <laughs> I liked uh I liked your RPG horror stories, but we'll see where that goes in the future.
0: Yeah, I mean maybe that'll be the next one we talk about because we've already been talking for an hour. Mm. But uh, f- <laughs> but so I guess we need to decide then. Are we coming back for another season? Coming back? Are you on board? I feel like
1: every single year we do this. Yeah. I I mention in the next year we're gonna have to do X, but I do it before you ask this question, therefore completely deflating the tension. <laughs> I, I, every year I'm gonna fuck this up. I know. No, I'm down. Let's go. Let's just yeah, keep you know. chilling out, and hanging, and okay. uh, you know, we'll let y'all know when we run out of stuff to say.
0: <laughs> and with cotton, that's never going to happen.
1: You're got. You're welcome.
0: You're what? <laughs> so yeah, we'll be back uh, next year. I think I'm going to try to have uh, one of our opening. Uh, not maybe not the opening. Hopefully the opening, but maybe not. Uh, for next season to be, the D and D goes on trial.
1: Oh fuck! What are we doing?
0: Yeah, yeah we're gonna put D and D. I, I, I want to get it together. We're gonna put D and D on trial.
1: Oh god!
0: Somebody's got to defend it. Somebody's got to accuse it. Jacuzz.
1: So basically, me versus Bamps is what this feels like.
0: It's going to be a you BAMPS. <laughs> Remember? And I said Oz would be the judge. But some people said, no, you should be the judge. Me should be the judge. And I was like, no. Because I would just say no to Cotton just out of spite. So, no. I would want an impartial person. Oz would be impartial. And then, uh, like you and BAMPS, you would be able to have witnesses to come and, you know, help prove your point on why it's bad. And I have people lining up for the prosecution side, your side of, I don't like it. More so than Bamps's side of, oh, I love, I love it. So um, it's hey, tough. B-
1: Bamps is on the side of I love D and D because he was the well, guy who was quote ha- co- play know, a better game. But
0: somebody has to be on the pro D and D side. Somebody's got to defend him.
1: I feel like we did like this was the episode called Cotton's, Cotton Hat's Cotton Hat's opinions. We're like, I no. okay. Yeah. I sat down <laughs> I had a whole fucking list of, like, how to RP more in your games. And it was from a very D&D perspective. And, like, line three from BAMP's, like, how about you just don't fucking play d <laughs> play d <D&D. laughs> I'm like, cool, we've, we solved it, y'all. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Fuck these notes. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck these notes. <laughs> uh, wow. Well. Hmm. But, yeah, we'll see. And, uh... As always, we'll uh, we'll converse, and you guys can always talk to us in the Without a Net uh, Discord. Um, you can always uh, come in there and be part of the conversation with everybody because we talk about a lot of weird stuff in there. Oh yeah, everybody has opinions. <laughs> everybody has opinions, and it's great. But yeah, I think that's that's the wrap.
1: That's it.
0: All right. Say goodnight.
1: Goodnight. Good night. Good night.